Hello and welcome to Series 2, Episode 2 of the Like, Click and Share podcast. Uh, my name is Darren Winter, uh, your host, and with me is Gemma Walton. Oh, <laughs> did you forget me your name oh. there, Darren? I did, I don't know what. I've been like, who are you? It's like, I just know you as Gemma, just like, oh, Gemma Walton. So, I'll, let, I'll, uh, I'll let you off, we've only known each other for about seven years, but I'll, I'll, I'll let that one go. <laughs> Do you know what it is? We've not done a podcast for a little while and we had a few technical problems getting into uh, using this uh, today. Uh, so we've had a bit of a, a break, um, unintended hiatus um, over kind of the summer period and we're picking this up now like in December. Um, and it's been one, a busy few us, months. One of us is in Spain and one of us is in the UK where it's <laughs> yeah. minus, minus three degrees. <laughs> And I have to say, I've been sent, well, kind of southern uh, Spain to south of High End, uh, about two hours north of Malaga. Uh, and it's about 15 degrees today, uh, cloudy, lots of forecasts of rain and heavy winds, but nothing compared back to the UK, which is gridlocked, frozen, snowed over, mm-hmm. and lots of blazes. Uh, yeah. Everybody's going on strike. It's yeah. uh, not a great Everybody's time at the freezing. moment. It's not, no, it's not a great time to be in the UK at the minute. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. And I'm not gloating too much because I'm going to go back next week. So uh, <laughs> there might be somebody waiting for you at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so in this podcast today, uh, we're going to talk about Black Friday. Um, and Black Friday uh, was a few weeks back from the time that we were recording this podcast. Um, but I thought it'd be interesting to kind of just review our impressions of Black Friday for 2022, how it compared to 2021 um and the reason kind of i did this it it was just interesting this year so we might as well just jump straight into this um i felt that there was some big differences and the Mm -hmm. first uh, difference i don't know if you noticed this Gemma, that that black friday seemed to start so much earlier so starting about september and i'm kind of i'm into the electronic music scene and there was a few uh technology uh companies um, software and hardware that is um, and they were already kind of promoting trying to steal ahead uh, I suppose uh, in September and talking about Black Friday and I think the word Black Friday as a term started to be used at that time but also just the word just even the black or even the colors started mm-hmm. to use a lot lot earlier so like kind of pre Halloween time so maybe the Halloween theme was something kind of connected with it um <laughs> So I think just it started a lot earlier this year. Um, and then also the bigger things that I noticed that the discounting, even from some of the like big brands, I looked at kind of like sporting brands, like in the UK, Europe, we've got Gymshark. Um, and I noticed that uh, they did some extra discounts, uh, but also the, some of the size of the discounts were a lot larger and the additional discounting which I don't seem to remember. I mean, not just them exclusively, but just talking about just general additional discounting, so secondary discounting um, on top of quite a large discounting, uh, done quite so much this year. So I noticed that, and maybe the reason for that was uh, just, again, just about you know, people finally got so much money this year, so trying to get everybody to spend their money with them so they don't sort of spend it elsewhere, but also just trying to get as much sort of cash in or get rid of the stock as quickly as possible. 
So I, I don't know if it was a case of sales weren't as high as they expected or they kind of um, overproduced on stock um, or just a case of just trying to get as many sales as possible. Maybe a combination of those things. What do you reckon, Gemma? Have you seen it change this year? I, I, I feel pretty much the same. I mean, I, I feel like um, brands, stores, everything... They've been discounting for a long time, maybe back as far as the summer. Um, yeah. And you might see one week it's £30 off, a few weeks later it's £50 off, a few weeks after that it's 15% discount, use this code. Um, I think that's been going on now for a number of months. And I think probably to do, obviously, with the current climate here in the UK um, and trying to give people a chance to get their presents in, get their presents in early, because um, obviously there are other things that people have to pay for. Um, I've noticed there's been a lot more emails coming in um, than usual, especially if you're looking at things online, like retargeting emails. Um, they seem to be a lot more aggressive. Um, I think some of the subject lines in the emails are a lot more aggressive than they might have been like last year or the year before. Um, I do think there's been a real difference, but I feel like it's almost been, there's been a discount applied pretty much to everything for a long time, if that makes sense. Do you know, I mean, I don't feel like there's, I feel like there's almost not even really been a distinction between like Black Friday and an ordinary day. I feel like it's almost, Black Friday has almost become like three months if that makes yeah. sense. You know, I feel like yeah. there's been a, a lot of stuff going on because I think a lot of people haven't got the disposable income. I think as well, you've also got the, the we've got the strikes and everything, parcels being delivered, um, things like that that have played into effect. But I don't know, I just feel like this this year in particular, I mean, we've been, I think we've been saying this for a number of years, well, certainly for the last three years, that this year has just been totally different to any the yeah. year and I feel like we've said that each year for the last three years with everything that's like gone on for the world but I don't know it's it's been a, it's been a strange one because I think anyway the last maybe four or five years even going up to Christmas all businesses have started their boxing day sales for want of a better word that would have usually been on boxing day they've started them before Christmas do you know, I mean, a couple of weeks before Christmas, because people have known either that they're coming or they've hung on till the last minute till they've had money to pay for stuff. Um, so I don't know. It's it's a bit of a bit of a strange one. It's almost like these things that were literally just one day years ago are now a number of weeks. You know, it's yeah. been. It's I don't know. I just think it's a. It's been. It's been a bit. A bit different this year even in comparison to last year I just feel like it, it's well it hasn't been going on for a year I don't mean that but it's been going on for a lot longer than usual every time I open an email there seems to be or oh, you can use this discount code or this was 20 pounds you can have it for 50 you know um, and I feel like that's been going on since I don't know the summer Something it's like interesting, that. isn't it? I mean, the backdrop is, and not as exclusive to the UK, but uh, probably most of Western Europe and certainly the US, and we've got high inflation um, or higher inflation, but certainly in the UK, we're in double digits now, like 11, 12%. Um, 
So we've got higher inflation, we've got high or higher interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so which means then that eats into people's disposable income. Um, so they've got less money to spend. Um, so then if people are spending, they're only spend, they've only got a little bit of money to spend. Um, and they're either going to be spending it from what disposable income they got, or it's going to be going on credit. Um, but the cost of living is obviously so much higher as well as a result mm-hmm. of inflation. So we've got higher fuel prices, higher energy prices. And all this matters that if you're running a business, if you're working in marketing or advertising, we've got to work so much harder and smarter. Um, and what we know, certainly from the last few years, that when it comes to, you know, if you're a freelancer, contractor, or working in a marketing department, the first thing to go is usually the marketing budgets. You know, the marketing budgets normally get slashed. And the theory is that actually marketing should be increasing to make your business and that kind of stand out. But unless your business is fairly, you know, uh, rich in kind of like cash or, you know, they've got like decent amount of money for investment and they can ride the storm easily, then it's unfortunately it's usually um, cuts um, to staffing. And we're already starting to see that. Um, a, a kind of couple of colleagues were saying, uh, and I've not seen the specific uh, examples myself, but I just got the message that, uh, companies like BuzzFeed, SEM Rush, kind of laying off their content marketing departments, uh, possibly sort of junior management now sort of being looked at as maybe being reduced as well. Um, so kind of marketing is under a lot of threats at the moment. So in terms of advancing technology, kind of taking, not taking our jobs, but just being smarter and being able to um you know, maybe take up the slack and being able to do some things a little bit more quicker. So things like these AI writing tools that we've talked about on the podcast before, mm-hmm. even things like Canva now is so much more powerful, certainly to think the features that they've been launching this year. So, you know, you don't need, or some companies don't need perhaps like, you know, really uh, high or big content marketing teams to do all this wizardry you know, maybe Adobe qualified um, people because you can do um, some of this content quite quickly, easily, cheaply um, in um, some of these tools. Um, and potentially you can probably find uh, or companies can find uh, really well qualified people uh, to use them ad hoc. So outsourcing uh, much more kind of easily and still getting like much better results. Um, so there's a lot of that activity like happening at the moment and the new technology with software getting a lot better as well, but also just this trend that we've also seen before, um, just downsizing, even if you know the business doesn't particularly need to downsize, there's just the kind of, uh, I suppose, this. some people might say the sensible option at the top from like executive teams to look after the business you know, it's uncertain times ahead for next year because of all these um, different economic pressures um, that you need to look after the business for it to kind of sustain this period of turbulence. So it's, you know, we're in December 2022 now, looking ahead to, you know, to 2023, what's next year going to look like? None of of us really kind of like know. Um, So this is kind of the field, well, this is this, this is the feeling that we're in right now. So yeah, Black Friday, you know, involved with all of this, 
is is interesting and i completely agree with you that it's definitely this period of discounting is um it's been uh, going on for quite a long time um and that could possibly also have some effects for brands as well in terms of their discounting mm-hmm. about how it affects them you know i feel that you know even as a consumer myself that you know you know sometimes you see discount and think oh, i'll jump on that straight away but now it's like well actually well do i need to get it now or probably the likelihood of them discounting it you know christmas or the new year or maybe next year is probably quite high the chances that it's probably going to come back on sale again so why do i need to buy it now you know i might even get a better discount if i wait mm-hmm. um so that's the problem i see with that what do you think is, is it the same for you yeah, I think so. Um, I also think this period of discounting will probably go on for longer than it would usually. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. potentially we could see, and I might be wrong with this, but potentially I think we could see discounts just going on and on and on, you know, rather than them just being Black Friday or Cyber, is it Cyber Monday or Boxing yes. Sales or whatever else. Um I think it potentially could go on for longer um, because people will need to sell the goods because it's no good you having a warehouse full of stock that you can't sell. So they either have to sell it at a discounted price to get people to buy it or they lose out on what they've got, you know, and some things will have sell-by dates on them. Um, It's interesting, though, because I think sometimes when you go to the supermarket, you, you go and things are more expensive than what they were and yet other things uh, they have a discount do you know what I mean so some of like the larger items have got discounts on them whereas smaller everyday items that you need they've totally gone up in price it's I don't know I, I'm, I find it, I'm finding it quite strange it's almost like you've never seen it like anything we've never seen anything like this before um, but I do I do think that these discounts will go on um for as long as for as long as they need to you know because people won't be able they won't well nobody even the big brands won't be able to afford to have loads of stock just sitting there in a warehouse you know so i think it's better to sell 100 percent of something at 70 percent of the cost rather than sell hardly anything but at 100 percent. do you know what i mean it's, it's, well, hard to get, it's hard to get the balance. It's hard. To, I think it's hard for a brand to get the balance right. Well, here's the. the it, it's interesting. With all of that being said, um, I read an article a couple of weeks ago. And I will find it and put it in the link. I should have got it ready before the podcast today, but um, I read an article. I think it was either on QZ.com, uh, so Quartz, um, or it was in Monocle. Um, it was an interesting article about the luxury sector and they're weathering the storm really, really well. Um, and uh, I think they gave the example of Chanel and LVMH, so uh, Louis Vuitton group, um, that where they're kind of outperforming. Um, so it, it's interesting in true marketing theory style that when times get tough, interesting, the luxury sector always tends to do um, pretty good, um, which I find... It, it's really interesting. So, I mean, things like the value of gold because mm-hmm. they are kind of trusted sort of beacons of uh, of worth. Um, so 
you know, people invest, if you've got a lot of money, I'm, I'm talking a lot, not for the likes of me and you, but just generally like, you know, if you've got money to invest and people do invest in gold, um, but also they do to spend on, on the luxury sector. So the luxury sector seems to be doing like very, very well, just broadly speaking. Um, but in terms of like the mainstream and kind of lower end brands, then they're definitely sort of, uh, it's definitely really a, a real struggle. Um, and I've I just talked, I thought a few people started to understand this, but um, even visiting like local or big uh, grocery retailers, just to keep an eye on kind of like profits and things about energy, uh, like here in the or in the UK, I should say, um, then even like the big commercial giants are starting to turn the heating off in the stores, um, right. which is affecting like the customer experience. So when you get into the, if you go and imagine, you know, if it's like minus five outside, uh, and then going into the store, going around the fridge and freezer sections, it's absolutely <laughs> perishly cold. So weather times before when it's bad weather or coming into Christmas, people always used to see like, oh, let's go inside, keep warm, or keep maybe warm, spend some yeah, money. Yeah. But now it's like, well, actually, if you know, like, again, keep going to the, the shops and the, the heating's not even turned on, it's like, well, you're kind of running around those shops just to get out of the, uh, the shop as quickly as you can. So whether that might affect, I don't know, they're kind of interestingly to see the results in January, February next year about how sales might be affected and people's customer experiences or um, how... You know, shopping might have changed um, and whether people m- might want to shop go back to shopping more online i say here in sort of like spain when i've been looking around some of the cities um again they don't tend to do heavy discounting like in the stores that i'm not saying they don't do discounting they do but it's not like it is in the uk where it's so sensitive on price mm-hmm. and i would guess the same in the, in the us as well they kind of very very the, public expectation there's always kind of discounts and sales to lure people in so here like in spain it doesn't it's not like that it's much more i don't know traditional it's quite nice actually in, in some respects that you go past and you i suppose more traditional you look at the, the windows and you look at the value of the product itself um and there are kind of smaller discounts like around but it's not that's not the overarching message in the windows whereas back in the uk it kind of is it's mm-hmm. like you only go into the shop if it's got like 50% off, 60% off, 70% off, or, you know, really emblazoned, like kind of there's some activity like happening inside just in this desperation to get people to buy. But it's not a good, in my, I think there has to be a value because otherwise if you keep discounting, people just don't believe in the value um, anymore. And certainly the sector, I can kind of talk at that, you know, we uh, sort of create professional courses certifications to help people upskill and i know some of our competitors uh they i mean there's hardly any value of what they're selling at sometimes the the course is at and it's like well how are you making any money because we know how much like the actual uh costs are mm-hmm. um and then the price that they're kind of selling at it's like it's it it's not good business sense it's not good business sense for them um, and it's not good goodness, uh, good business sense for the whole like community or the sector to keep on heavily discounting like that, um, because in the end, like the whole sector just goes bang, and people just expect this ongoing heavy discounting, and you can only kind of serve to not meet the expectations. In the end, it's like you're just turning over money and not making any profit, and it, it just just doesn't. In my 
it might sound like sour grapes. It really isn't. It's just I'm just astonished at how people can carry on doing that uh, without making like you know a lot of money and, and not having any business sense about actually kind of what that means to the business because you can't grow your business properly that way. So you either have to look for new sectors to diversify in, maybe even kind of come out of the sector altogether. Um, it's it's not great. So it's a bit worrying, I think, like for some companies. Um, you know, in the grocery sector and fashion, it's like the margins are really, really, really tight, but at least you can sell on volume. So you have got that. But if people are still kind of holding back, then it's, you know, you've only got to get on the wrong side that can make a massive, you know, it's a massive risk, uh, kind of like people taking. Um, we're starting to see a lot, um, again, maybe in the US. Um, and mainland Europe, it might be different, but in the UK, we start to see a lot of brands that maybe going out of business have been snapped up uh, by kind of like big multiples. So like Next, it's a big fashion uh, retailer here, still picking up jewels lately, which was the the big um, kind of mm-hmm. again a, a traditional um, like fashion sort of chain. Been going for quite a few years, you know, but kind of maybe. According to some, to some reports, it kind of lost its way, lost its identity. Um, and I think that's ever more clear that they need to have a unique selling point about your business. If you're like listening to this podcast and you think, well, where does it all end up? It's just about being relevant, always being relevant to, you know, and you have to, be, I think, make a judgment about your business um, about like, well, do, you know, what we're offering, is that unique enough now? Is that is that you know why should people come and shop with us why why people should spend their money and you have to go and check it out and you know if the answer is no you've got to start making some changes didn't need to be drastic changes but you do need to start being a bit more edgy perhaps taking a few more risks um maybe start investing in new product development um next week we're going to be talking about kind of the state of social media because in the past it's all been about well Let's get out onto new platforms and start to try to grow the audience. But even that's now so much harder because there's lots of changes happening like this year. So we'll talk more about that. Have you got any any other thoughts that you'd like to add about that? Um, I think it's the only other thing I would say is I think it's really difficult for brands and businesses to get this discounting right because yeah. sometimes it's done in a way that works and then other times people are thinking well hang on a minute if you can sell it at this price now why couldn't you sell it at this price six months ago when I bought yeah. it you know a bit like the tv contracts or internet contracts you know you get them at a discounted rate for the first 18 months but if you don't renew before that contract is up the price sometimes doubles or trebles and it's like the service hasn't changed you're still using the same internet line you're still using the same tv dish or whichever one you're using so if you can do it at that price for that amount of time why all of a sudden does the price then increase you know and i think that's the thing sometimes people struggle with it's it they don't they they don't get it and sometimes i think it's either it's not pitched well by brands or people are just really really suspicious because if nothing's changing and the TV signal and internet signal still coming in at the same price. Why does the price then go from X to three times X? You know, yeah. um, and I think because prices have been discounted a lot more currently, 
and have been for a while obviously because of the current climate people there's that expectation I think from people that they'll expect that those reduced prices will continue do you know what I mean because it's like if well if I can get that jacket for x now if I wait six months and I want it in a different color or slightly different style why is it then twice the price or an extra 30 percent on the price do you know what I mean I think it's I think it must be really really difficult for brands at the minute and something really hard to get right you know because yeah. you're not changing anything like quality wise in the garment you're not changing do you know what I mean you're not changing anything particularly major unless it's a brand new product that you're coming out with and so I can imagine that it must be difficult for people yeah, you definitely have to be constantly monitoring um, your uh, your data every single day. Um, and something I'm kind of like writing about at the moment, kind of developing a new course about uh, big data. Um, and, and in that, kind of talking about how you know a lot of you know some really uh, recent examples of like businesses that that and they're not monitoring the data uh, consistently. So if you're working in a, in a very large marketing department, you know looking just not just at your website visits, but looking at what people are looking at, you know, on the web pages and looking at the conversion rates and trying to understand some patterns about kind of what people are looking at and maybe not buying mm-hmm. um, and trying to get some feedback. There's a lot more surveys coming out of notice to trying yeah. to understand like, you know, what people kind of think about the brands and what people might be looking at and uh, just general sentiment, I suppose, just towards, um, products and kind of their how they feel and and if you're very clever enough and you've been doing sort of uh, monitoring of feedback um of product kind of customer sentiment over the years you should be able to go back then and see how those those attitudes have been changing and make uh kind of appropriate level responses like you say that you know i think it's there's a lot more media reports now about kind of i suppose greed and corporate greed like in you saying, you know, there has to be justification for kind of some prices, like in terms of the changes, mm-hmm. um, and we're seeing that, and some of the email uh, kind of content coming through from much larger businesses about kind of their approach towards Christmas. Definitely, it's a lot more low key um, in the UK, certainly, um, and then in terms of what the imagery is being shown, it's not so much gluttony that it has been, and on previous years, you know, like everybody sitting around the table with like big feasts of food and stuff like that, because, you know, uh, you know parts of the UK, um, you know, we don't have, they, they don't have, you know, maybe we not have the jobs or just don't have the disposable income and not being able to afford heat. So the relevance of that brand, they keep just displaying imagery like that. It's, it is not, uh, it's not acceptable. And we've seen a few giants having to change their approach halfway through their campaigns as well. Yeah. So, we're going to a little bit off kind of the topic of Black Friday, but hopefully just kind of give you a flavour of kind of some of the things that are going on and kind of what might be going in people's minds at the moment. Um, and I think that, I think having this approach going into January of just being a bit hesitant, a bit more cautious, maybe having a few more A-B testing approaches to kind of what works for people, what doesn't work, is probably a good approach if you don't know where to start. Um Otherwise, if you are in tune with your customers, um, kind of just going with the flow, but definitely community spaces, which we'll talk about next week, is one way because you can easily see what kind of the phrases, what people are using, how they're talking, um, 
uh, I think is, is, is really, really helpful. So we'll talk more about that on the podcast um, next week. So um, I hope you found this podcast interesting. If you have any comments, if things that we might have missed or kind of glossed over, uh, then do get in touch. The email address will be in the show notes uh, below. Uh, but um, thank you very much for tuning in and uh, look forward to, well, hopefully you'll look forward to hearing from us soon. <laughs> and we we enjoy doing this podcast and I hope you enjoy it as well. And uh, we'll catch up with another podcast in the future. Bye for now. Bye.